King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the Brother Miles as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Last week, we talked about a 781-year period where Africans ruled Europe. And the week before that, we talked about slaveholding presidents and answered the question the week before that, did Africans sell themselves into slavery? This week, we're going to discuss the Berlin Conference of 1884 to 1885, which was a period where several European nations got together to partition the African continent. Up until this period in time, in the late 1800s, Europeans made some inroads into Africa, but they still knew little about African geography. African militaries had kept them out. 1884 was an important year in European-African relations. European nations began to disagree over Africa. The Berlin-Congo Conference occurred in Germany. At this meeting, several main objectives were discussed. One of these goals was to stop what Europeans said was the slave trade, but really was a false pretense to kill and re-enslave Africans. Another goal was free trade for European powers within the Congo, and yet another freedom of navigation along the Niger and Congo rivers. A number of articles appeared in the New York Times calling this the Congo Conference, which eventually got renamed the Berlin Conference. In the political sphere, they said that Africans were devoid of government and needed to be ruled by outsiders. They forced their colonial languages on African societies and divided up the land, calling it as King Leopold II from Belgium did a magnificent African cake. Now, Leopold II was responsible for setting up a rubber trade which killed between 11 and 20 million Congolese people. Now, the Berlin Conference resulted in the Berlin Act, which was signed on February 24, 1885. For Leopold, his role in the Congo Conference was to secure the Congo as his private property. He did this through an explorer by the name of Henry Morton Stanley, or H.M. Stanley. Now, Stanley used high-power rifles, and he used Africans for target practice in the Congo. Here's a description from an African-American minister who traveled to the Congo about the tricks that were used. His name was George Washington Williams. 
Here's what he said in his letter to Leopold. There were instances in which Mr. Henry M. Stanley sent one white man with four or five Zanzibar soldiers to make treaties with native chiefs. The staple argument was that the white man's heart had grown sick of the wars and rumors of wars between one chief and another, between one village and another. That The white man was at peace with his black brother and desired to confederate all African tribes for the general defense and public welfare. All the sleight of hand tricks had been carefully rehearsed and he was now ready for his work. A number of electric batteries had been purchased in London and when attached to the arm under the coat communicated with a band of ribbon which passed over the palm of the white brother's hand and when he gave the black brother a cordial grasp of the hand the black brother was greatly surprised to find his white brother so strong that he nearly knocked him off his feet giving him the hand of fellowship Leopold implemented a system where the hands of Congolese people including children were removed the reason they were removed is that Leopold's agents controlled the bullets that were issued. Someone's hand had to be returned for every bullet that was used. Indeed, the hands of Congolese people were removed no matter what, even if it was removed when they were alive. Indeed, a number of other European nations took their slice of Africa in terms of colonies. The Gambia was perhaps the most glaring example of this disregard for African national boundaries. This was seized by the British from 1821 to 1865. The Gambia was cut along the Gambia River and resulted in a country 300 miles long, but with only 15 to 30 miles of land on each side of the river. This resulted from the push to seize Africa's wealth. The Congo was not the only place that people were wiped out. In Namibia, Germans wiped out most of the population and tested concentration camps in the early 1900s before they were used in Europe during World War II. In Kenya, Britain established concentration camps and killed thousands of people. The examples of this type of destruction abound across other European nations that colonized Africans, such as the Spanish, the French, the Portuguese, the Dutch, and Italians. I discuss King Leopold II at length in my book, The Real Vibranium of Africa. Upon writing the book in 2019 and 2020, I came across articles which discussed a Belgian chocolate in the shape of African hands that were severed. Yes, indeed, in our era, the awful acts of King Leopold II are still being celebrated. In Congo River Gulf in Florida, there are totem statues honoring Henry Morton Stanley. Recently, some of the statues of Leopold II have come into question overseas. As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original hip-hop or spoken word piece by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles. The Berlin Congo Conference hit Africans with a blade. This caused them to become in many ways re-enslaved, just as slavery was ending overseas in so many ways. The industrial expansion that occurred during America's Gilded Age was fueled by the production of African-grade rubber and other products made not out of the free will of the African sage, but made from those forced and tied at home in that age. And the children that lost their hands to Leopold's blade are now great-great-grandfathers and mothers of the former enslaved. While we should honor the people that created African civilization's grade, we should know the history 
the colonization lane. And Germany, Italy, France, the Dutch, Spain, and Great Britain too colonized Africa. One big duplicitous crew that met in Berlin at the Congo Conference of Old in 1884 to 1885 in a winter that was cold to promote free trade in Leopold's free colony called the Congo and the rest of Africa too. And Leopold's brutalities were repeated by the Germans in Namibian concentration camps and by the British by intention in Kenyan colonized lands and by machine guns that were unleashed upon Africa's people and in West Africa, East Africa and in the South by the steeples and in our day still money and fun is made of the loss of Africans hands in a box of chocolates from the nation of the Belgian and tribute is paid in statues in Florida's Congo River Gulf to H.M. Stanley, the Rifleman, whose men shocked Africans with a high-powered battery band passed across their hand. But thankful we are for black ministers like George Washington Williams, who recorded this atrocity against the African. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. When you have a chance, please pick a copy of my books up from Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000 mile long wall, and The Real Vibranium of Africa by Maurice Miles Martinez. Please feel free to contact me at MauriceMilesMartinez at gmail.com. That's MauriceMilesMartinez, all one word, at gmail.com. Or connect with me on LinkedIn. Please tune in next Saturday for another episode of the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. I will speak with you then. Thank you again for listening. The Real Wakandas of Africa is now available on all major platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please share this with your friends and family and ask them to subscribe to the podcast so that they can get weekly updates when the podcast is released.